Seventh Avenue Pizza, the official pizza of the Soda Pod. The Soda Pod, the official beer and hockey podcast of Seventh Avenue Pizza. From the land of the lakes, beautiful Minnesota, welcome to the Soda Pod. State of Hoppy here alongside with... Oh, fuck. We're keeping it in. We're keeping it. New intro, new intro, guys. <clears throat> I'm going to redo that. From the land of the lakes, beautiful Minnesota, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha drove me here alongside the state of Hoppy. And thank you for joining us wherever and when are, whenever you are listening. What is up, everybody? I am here. I am home. We got a lot to talk about today, Hoppy. Yeah, that was that was a fucking struggle, but we got through it. Well, I knew it was gonna be a struggle. <laughs> that's why that's why that's why we have two episodes. You gotta week. you gotta change the teleprompter. I know, I know, and I did half of it. <laughs> I didn't do the second sentence. <laughs> but I mean, you knew that was gonna happen. I knew that was gonna happen. The audience knew that was gonna that's happen. That's great too, because we're recording this one first, even though this is the Tuesday drop, and you'll probably get it fixed and like do it right on Monday, and people are gonna be like, Why the why is he f- fucking this up on tuesday <laughs> knock on wood knock on wood uh how's it going man man it's it's been a couple days <laughs> it has it has hey, but also how cool is it to be back just recording podcasts in your basement like we, we did like so many in april it just feels like I, it feels I weird it feels <laughs> weird for it, now it, it will feel really good it feels different for me i don't know if i'd go far as say weird but it's comfortable i literally can kick my feet up and sit back relax and not like run a bunch of things at the same time be in front of like a computer i don't know i, I dig the vibe of podcasting like this and maybe it's because i don't get to do it often that i'm just like ah, maybe we'll get uh <laughs> i'm legitimately reclined so yeah i'm i'm pretty okay with it <laughs> i love it i love it so what's on uh what's on the dock for this episode man what, what do you want to get into well let's just talk about what you've experienced now in just one week of being in well just short of a week because you were very delayed in your arrival last Sunday. <laughs> very um, is a stretch, but I mean, very is not a stretch when you say that you'll be here by five thirty and then you get here at ten. So that's that's not a stretch. You felt <laughs> well, at least it wasn't a whole day. <laughs> I mean, you fell asleep. <laughs> not behind the wheel, just so everyone knows. I, I took a nap. I took a nap. <laughs> but you were behind the wheel. Uh, I was physically. I, uh, you know what no no i was on the other side i was on the other side of my car you and went to I the spent... passenger seat no I had, a, I had a bed that i built in the bed and i was, I was, char- <laughs> I was charging some uh i was charging my phone and stuff and i laid back and closed my eyes the next thing i knew four hours went by and oh shit that'll do her but that was in moorhead but yeah i guess yeah we'll start by me just talking about my drive talking about what i've experienced in minnesota this first week um we dove into wild talk in the last episode on our monday drop so we'll we're not going to get into any minnesota wild talk so if you guys expected that today on the tuesday episode this is more of just there will be hockey talk there will be hockey talk we're going to talk about i I did go to the gophers game so we'll talk about my first experience there met up with the ech boys and we'll, we'll get into all of that but um the drive was awesome man and i have to say coming from the west coast through i mean through washington it's always a nice drive if you don't get stuck in seattle traffic but like through bellingham uh, the drive to Spokane, I mean, it's just that that pass is absolutely gorgeous. And I took my time the first day to really just well, I visited some family in, in Washington, too. <laughs> Actually ended up parting with some friends in, at Gonzaga, which was random and awesome at the same time. I literally I had a friend who I knew either worked there. I think 
at the time I knew she was a TA, but now apparently she's doing research. I knew she lived there. So like I, when I got into Spokane, I, I texted her, was just like, Hey, like, are you, do you still live here? Like, are you still around here? And she's like, yeah, actually we're at this Irish bar on whatever street it is. No joke. I looked to my right. That's the bar. And I was like, sweet. I'll meet All you right. there. Hung out with her, hung out with some friends, uh, ended up staying there. Didn't have to sleep in a fucking car. I actually got to sleep in a couch on a couch, which was, you know, a step up from my uh, car bed, which was nice. Um, so shout out to everyone there. I, I did film some stuff for my vlog, but then after they're like, oh, do you mind not posting that on YouTube? So I won't even get any name drops or anything on this podcast uh, or on YouTube, but to everybody that they were amazing and the hospitality there was great. And then ripped through Idaho and Montana day two. Fuck the, the small little pass of Northern Idaho is gorgeous as well. Basically the first two days, like it wasn't a drag to drive at all. I, I at first was a little scared that my car was going to have some issues because I haven't had good luck with Subarus lately, but uh, no, the little Forester, she made it, she made it all the way, even through the passes. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't believe that Montana, the speed limit was 80. My poor car couldn't even fucking get to 75, but Hey, that <laughs> I, just, I saved a bit on gas. <laughs> I'm just glad you were able to figure out miles. Well, I mean, I drove here. The whole, every sign was miles. So I was only in Canada for like two hours before right. on my drive. Um, so yeah, Montana, gorgeous as well. Really loved, uh, really loved that drive. I mean, Huckleberries for sale at every second exit, which I thought was amazing and hilarious. I actually picked up some strawberries from a farm. That was cool. Oh, Laura was all about the Huckleberries out in Wyoming. Like that was the thing. I heard their Huckleberry ice cream there is just to die for. Quite good. Didn't have enough time to grab a, a pint of ice cream. Just kept bombing through. Um, the last day was the North Dakota and Minnesota stretch. I mean, Western North Dakota. Oh, I forget the name on top of my head of the park, the state park. But there's a park that you drive through that's pretty, pretty nice. And I, I drove through it right when the sun was rising. So it was just a beautiful sight. And I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to be bad at all. And then, and then it turned into Saskatchewan. <laughs> and it was a straight prairie farmland driving flat and that's that's what gets me driving like if it's through a pass some people say like they don't like that i like being more like alert and just like you know not even really like listening to the music or podcast just like focusing on the driving and for me that actually the time goes by quicker when i'm like having to be like okay change the playlist soon because i've gone through all this or change the pod like when i'm more thinking of like i need something to burn the time that's when the drive is tough so so that stretch that stretch was hard um, don't drive through nebraska ever no i my my mom joe you you told me oh just don't even take that route at all so i didn't um but yeah then got into minnesota around i guess it was, it was like it'd be two o'clock or something like that because <laughs> then i took a nap <laughs> took a nap i was like oh, i'll charge my stuff for an hour i'll rest my eyes and clearly i needed it though because like it was literally one of those like i closed my eyes and then I opened them and I was like, I really hope a few hours didn't go by. And I was like, oh shit, the sun's setting. Damn it. So yeah, got into Minnesota 10 o'clock last Sunday. Had a 7th Avenue pizza waiting for me. Shout out Joe. Um, so yeah. Over- and, and shout out 7th Avenue pizza. And shout out 7th Avenue pizza, of course. 7th, 7th Avenue pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Joe was making me read that yesterday or utter that after uh Yes, yes. After the Gopher game, Joe was a little bit tuned up and basically kept making Isha do the uh, ad read to otherwise he wouldn't let him have any seventh app pizza. Just funny because like we recorded that so long ago. I was like, I don't even know what I said. I was like over a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that was the drive. The drive was awesome. Uh, picked up a couple Montana beers for you. I know one of them was an IPA. <laughs> 
It's okay. If you if you guys listened to uh, the Monday episode, you know what it was. There you go. There you go. So, anyways, that was the drive. It was awesome. No complaints. Glad to be here. The car is still running, despite someone running into me yesterday. I gotta get a new muffler. But other than that, we're good, man. We're yeah, good. no no car issues until he gets into the cities. Yeah. <sighs> that punk. Just bander bander. Off. Just took off. Are you more mad at that person that took off or at Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, fuck Buffalo Wild Wings, dude. <laughs> or at least fuck, fuck the one in Crystal. Uh, Crystal. Crystal, sorry. Yeah. Um, we we, we, we want to give it the proper... Uh... UFC 280 yesterday uh, on my other channel, the City Light Project. I did a little bit of a, a watch along, a live companion for the prelims. And it was just in Canada, it's so much, it's, it's different how you get your pay-per-views for the big fights here. It's all through ESPN and it, it, I didn't have enough time to set up an ESPN account to get the pay-per-view. I didn't want to be like, Oh yeah, Joe, first week I used your ESPN account and charged your credit card, you know, over a hundred bucks. Although I did that to you today at total wine. So <laughs> don't let me forget that. Um, so yeah, ended up uh, going to Buffalo Wild Wings cause we watched one of the fights there last time I was here in April yeah, those cheap ass motherfuckers didn't want to pay for the pay per view either, and they flat out told me that they're like, "Oh yeah, like we, yeah, we show UFC the prelims." Really? They're like, "Yeah, we stopped buying the pay per view months ago." I'm like, "Oh my god!" So, so that kind of sucked. I didn't, re- I didn't uh, learn that Charles Oliveira lost the lightweight title. I guess didn't regain the lightweight title until uh, this morning. So I was very sad. But anyways, um, yeah, that was that was the trip here. That was the trip here. This morning it was fun. We uh, hit a quick trip. I mean, how can anyone be sad? A quick trip. What, break down your order. What, what'd, you, what'd you get? I got two breakfast sandwiches, uh, a croissant ham, cheese, and egg, and also croissant sausage ham, cheese, and egg, as well uh, as No, those, there was no ham on the sausage. Or sorry, just the sausage, cheese, and egg. And, um, but with the croissant, I love, I love that one personally. I had the waffle one, I think, when I was here last time. It was just too much. A little sweet. A little sweet. A little too rich for like, or just too much, just too much bread in the morning. I'd rather take two thin croissants than those massive uh, waffles. And then those, what are they called? The tater tot sticks? Oh, the hash brown hash sticks, sticks, baby. Oh, oh those, God, are, those are to good. die for. And then you. Yeah. So you the, the, pro, the pro tip for those who are not quick trip frequenters or just haven't gotten into their hot food, which is elite, by the way. So good. Especially if you're dining on a budget. Um, no, uh, don't waste your time with the ham version of the croissant. Uh, just get sausage, and it's incredible. Like, I pretty much, if I stop in a quick trip, I'm getting one of those unless they're out. I will say the ham one wasn't bad. The sausage one is way better. Probably next time we'll just get two sausage or bacon. But I was, I was no, no. What you're gonna do next time, Isha, depending on the location, is you're gonna swap one of those out for the mac and cheese bites, which are Ooh. phenomenal. You introduced me to those this morning. Oh, my God. And a pro tip, uh, anyone that does get the mac and cheese bites, also get the Heinz marinara little uh, pack that they have Mm. because dipping them in that. That's who you're dipping them into. That's a big move. Okay. Um, okay. Yes, I pretty much had the same thing as you except swapping (laughs) the ham sandwich for the mac and cheese bites. And then me being the peasant that I am, like I'm like, yeah, I like good beer. I'm very particular with my beer. Coffee, I'm the opposite. Like gas station. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. Like coffee's not something I like. I just drink it because it serves a purpose. And I'm the person that like instead of like going to the barista and having the cool designs and having this awesome whatever, like I'm going to a hockey rink or a gas station. I'm going to the cappuccino machine and I'm getting their uh, oh, French the, vanilla. The like ca- that's that's it. That's even worse than just gas station coffee. Yeah, I mean, hey. 
Like I'll I, just, I'll just, I acknowledge that it's a psycho move. Yeah. Okay. It's just enough. what I do. That's like because that's even more psycho than than Russo. Who Russo said like I'll drink whatever, like whatever coffee, just get into my veins. And he and he actually likes like he appreciates high end coffee, but like he doesn't give a fuck about the lower coffee, end. Man, I don't know. I am someone. In, I, I appreciate. It's different once you get into like the lattes and the mochas See, and I, all that I, shit. I, like I appreciate a mocha, a white chocolate mocha. Psh, just inject that into my veins. However, like I'm. Why I'm would not, you inject it? What you wouldn't taste it though. <laughs> both inject both. inject the shitty stuff into my veins <laughs> get me some caffeine but i i haven't got into the, the i'm not a huge cappuccino guy i couldn't even tell you i mean americano sure but it's just espresso and, and water so like yeah big fucking whoop um but i appreciate what i'm trying to get is i appreciate good coffee and like i will never turn down the opportunity to go to a nice coffee shop or anything like that i'm from vancouver island the hipster fucking capital every corner has like a nice you know, almost like almost like the craft beer scene. It's like, oh, there's a nice little coffee shop with its own little gimmick and something a little special. But at the end of the day, I can drink black coffee from fucking 7-Eleven and be as satisfied as, you know, a nice mocha. Like you said, it serves a purpose. I enjoy the taste, but I'm, I'm not passing up an opportunity to go and, you know, try some new things or do the whole barista, the barista thing as well. Sure. Why but anyways, not? so quick trip. We had that for breakfast and uh, that's probably going to, be a regular thing before recordings, which oh my God, I'm so fucking happy to be. Should we here. just start injecting that into episodes, by the way? Just like what a quick trip the, the soda pod fueled by <laughs> Quick Trip. And hey, just keep on doing episode, it, keep please. tagging them, keep going, and see if we can eventually get them to just give us free food or like a gas card, right? When <laughs> we start doing all these different brewery rounds, like we, we might get them on board. So yeah, we're tagging Quick Trip in this. The soda pod I want fueled them. by quick. Trip. I want them to be a sponsor so bad. It was funny. I was, they, they're, they're good on Twitter too. Whoever runs their social, they're, they're good. Um, I wrote, I think something when I tagged seventh, Ave. I was like, Oh, now I'm, I'm in Minnesota. Can't wait to live off seventh Avenue pizzas. And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, Oh shit, I forgot something. And I was like, and quick trip. And he was like, good save buddy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So after, nice. quick, after quick trip, um, you brought me to uh, Loose Line Brewing, which uh, is a sweet, sweet spot. Good vibes, open concept, which everyone knows how much I love that open concept. Uh, right on uh, the bike trail, the Loose Line bike trail, and a bike shop attached to it as well. I mean, for someone who cycles like myself, and again, I'm not—I don't even own spandex, so I'm not that crazy. But I, but I do enjoy mountain biking and, and road biking. You don't know how much it pleases me that you don't own spandex. Yeah, I don't even own ass pads, but that's gonna have to change because. Uh, ass pads were life changing by the way those 30 mile rides i mean i do them without ass pads and i can barely walk the next day this is the first time today that he has said mile in reference to he's like yeah i like biked about 400 kilometers this summer i'm like dude english (laughs) which i think i let's see if i convert in my head it's like 250 ish yeah, ballpark 250 ish miles i'm not even gonna pretend which is a lot that's a lot of miles <laughs> i'm not gonna pretend that i know but yes yeah i mean fair enough but yeah i mean really cool open tap room big patio space they've always got food trucks there and such a nice day by the way the day that we're recording this it's like it's fucking gorgeous here so like as soon as and we probably got it's there a right tease it, it's a tease <laughs> yeah we got there right when it opened so we were one of the first people there but then instantly was packed the patio a bunch of people were there the food truck just opened and yeah i mean the football games are on too so that helps <laughs> yep and at both of our favorite beers there was definitely that uh what the hell the was it? Some buzz. kind of like vanilla coffee beer as we sit here and talk about coffee. The morning buzz, uh yeah, coffee vanilla cream ale. 
Man, that was good. It was, it was quite good. That was good. Good enough that you got one to go. Yeah, I took one to go. You, you never played your Iron Maiden pinball, though. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I just have their tap list up. The Black Magic, the Porter, that was pretty good. Um, what else do we have? Oh. I, I liked the Happily Hazy. That was a okay. really good IPA. I didn't get that one, but you told me uh, you told me good things about that. And then we we tried um, one of their Smoothie Sours, the Triple Berry Cobbler, which I was pleasantly surprised. I, I thought it was solid. I go into every sour like with such a low bar, too. So yeah. anything that's like maybe... For me, good, but maybe even, and I'm not saying this about the brewery. I'm just saying maybe some people who have like, who really want that sourness to it, even if it's a sour smoothie, maybe they look at something like that as a little subpar. But for me, that's exactly, if I'm going to go for a sour or sour smoothie, I want it like that. I don't want any, any more sour. I don't want any more sweet. Um, yeah. Very, really, very basic tart. Yeah. You could taste all the berries in it. You could taste the, the raspberry, strawberry, blueberry. I didn't taste the strawberries. I got blueberry and raspberry. I got, I got some strawberry. What we didn't get though, and it said it had cinnamon in it. I didn't taste cinnamon at all. I didn't taste it until I read it. And I'm like, okay, I, I can get a little hint of the cinnamon, but thank God, because I hate cinnamon and beer. It I must, hate it. It must've been to just mask some of that tardiness. I, I imagine if we're going to get scientific, <laughs> scientific tardiness is scientific. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but I mean, might as well then tease before we get into your first NCAA hockey experience the beer we're currently drinking shout out jeremy herder who was along with us for the majority of the festivities uh well as we record here sunday yesterday saturday the second of the what i'll just pass it over to you here in a second isha let's let's talk about this beer before we get into that i guess so what what do we have you got the bottle in front of you it is a chocolate port lake town brown ale from waconia brewing uh 6.3% 42 IBU this thing is unbelievable it's very different very it, different it is different yeah for sure it's it's a little bit more on the like multi bitter scale but it's not like to the point that it bothers me like it's actually a pretty chill like mellow beer not too overpowering especially the kind of thing you'd get in these bottles like usually it's going to smack you in the face and you're not going to be able to go anywhere that day like this is a pretty chill sipper um well not too high percent either right right six six point three percent you're good because um i've been diving into some of the 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 aged beers and stuff like that with kyle and and tim back home and some of them i I would just grab because i wouldn't even really look at the the alcohol percentage because they they were so scarce on vancouver island you basically you grab what you can find if you want to taste some of that style and there were some that were super light like this or lighter that were like okay we can have even we can crack even open another one and you know have a have a tasting an actual beer tasting where some of the other ones so fucking strong the imperial stouts of course that like we might just be getting old but like we were like we're, we're fucking buzzed off this and we probably shouldn't crack another one because then that could just get dangerous Uh oh um anyways this definitely yeah, on the lighter side easier to drink Again, this style is not for everybody. And when I first tried it too back in April, it was like it caught me off guard. I'm like, what is this? Like this, this is beer. And my friends back home kind of had the same reaction. But because we we like different types of booze and things like that too, more more of I guess a o- open mind when it comes to to any type of beer too, and and like trying things that are a little bit different. And this is definitely different. It's smooth. It's it's refreshing. You know, this one's served chilled. Uh, versus even some of the 
barrel age that I've gotten into hoppy, you don't you don't necessarily have drink a chill more cask yeah exactly so i i'm really digging this 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 is awesome so shout out to you jeremy thank you so much fuck what did we drink last night well we drank so many things last night (laughs) so yeah let's let's get into just the whole experience of saturday so isha as he mentioned started his day off by streaming the prelims made a couple bucks that he could go out and have fun yes shout out to those who donated by the way who are, i know a few of you listen to the soda pod i know sean butler listens to the soda pod he was the first one to ever donate on our channel now that we're monetized um and then my buddy ethan calvert who i told him to listen to the podcast i don't know if he has he's from england and he gave me a, a couple euros to put down on sean o'malley can't bet in this state so i put it towards beer but that would have won me some money because Sean O'Malley fucking won yesterday. Huge underdog. But anyways, shout out to you, Ethan. I know Ethan won some money. There you go. And then Isha proceeded to get in a fender bender, <sighs> not be able to watch his fights at B-dubs. Um, then we went. What? Joe's neighbors made up for that. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, we popped over to Joe's neighbors there in Crystal, And holy shit, they, they know how to drink. They know how to party. Um Shout out Lee if he ever ends up listening to this. Uh, apparently, we have the same palate. Oh Guy had all of the dark imperial beers. He had quite the display of whiskey in the basement. Even gave me a ride that I like couldn't help but say this is awesome. Like I, I hate rye whiskey. Samplers, which are amazing. And what I loved about it is like. You know, we didn't know anybody at the party. Joe obviously did. You and I were just hanging out there, said happy birthday, stopped by a little a little pregame before the game. And as soon as we started talking whiskey with Lee, he, I, I saw the switch go off. He's like, oh, okay, these guys know booze, or at least you. I just kind of was like, yeah, 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 sure. And then, uh, yeah, then showed us, you know, his his collection and gave us a few samples. And I was feeling pretty good after that. I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. We, <laughs> I was we expecting were, to yeah. eat at beat-ups, too, so I hadn't eaten anything before then. Dude, that it, was my fucking problem, man. I expected to get food there, and it's like, uh-oh. Um, but then we ended up going out to, uh, the pregame festivities at Blarney's shout out ECH, everything college hockey. If you don't listen to them, go listen to them. uh, That simply put, um, but man, they did everything they could. They did tests. They brought in a good crowd. They had the pink Whitney flowing and sure as shit. Blarney's audio was just fucking trash. Yeah, like they they didn't even continue. Like they they basically recorded for a half hour and they're like, screw this, Blarney's, you fucking suck. Yeah, they recorded their guest segments, which I'm glad they were able to do that. And I hope the audio on their end, yeah, dude, internally, Zach Budish and Gage Osmus, not a bad combo, not a bad combo at all. Um, and so, anyways, for what we could hear with their shitty PA there at that uh, Blarney's, that's that's the joint. Um, they, they put on a show. I'm sure the interview is great. I'm going to listen to it as soon as it's uh, edited up, but it, we really, we literally couldn't hear the interview, and, and then, <laughs> but you know what? Credit them. They did bring in a good crowd. Like there were a yeah. lot of people that there were a lot of people clearly into them being there. There's a lot of people who came there, not only just to pregame, but were there to hang out with them as well as you know, they're everything college hockey, the college kids showed up their fans showed up the pink whitney fans showed up so it was a good vibe it was a good vibe despite uh, their show being cut a little short i mean even at mm-hmm. one point he was like oh man i'll even bring you up state on stage and we'll talk some gophers and i was like i don't know if i'm the right person to do that yeah but, yeah very very bad choice fortunately that didn't occur the one thing i will say way too many sioux jerseys there for my liking I mean, that's the way it's it like is in minnesota Hawks, right because they're no longer well what is this oh, they're no longer the Sioux. man right? yeah they you say fighting hawks and they get pretty upset. Fighting hawks, you ain't the Sioux anymore, man. But yeah, a couple people at the game saying that too. 
Yeah, we definitely got into it with some of the fans, but it was all in good fun. I wouldn't have had it any other way. But James and Connor, shout out to both of them. Big yes. things coming a lot oh my God. on the horizon here for everything college hockey. You have to check them out if you haven't. Can't wait to get them you know, to do a podcast with us live. And it was so cool because I've known them for a few years because I worked with them um, shit when I was with the Hockey Podcast Network. And it was just, and I personally worked with them pretty closely when they were getting everything set up and when they were just still on the rise to what, what they are now. I mean, and they're, they're still growing, but they've come, they've come so far in the last two years and it's, it's truly outstanding. And it was cool to meet, you know, Connor and James in the flesh, got to shake their hand. Um, you know, Connor, what an absolute, what an absolute beauty. James buzzing around as he always is, but Connor, <laughs> you know, took some time to actually sit down and like, I actually got to meet him a little bit because when James, I've, we've talked, we brought James on the podcast before I've, I've actually like talked to james just like mono mano like just outside of business whereas mono a mono connor it's always just been business right it's always mm-hmm. just been helping with the podcast it was cool to actually like just get to know him a little bit and hang out shoot yeah. the shit so yeah they're both beauties the whole brand is beauties go follow them if you don't already if you're a fan of college hockey so there you go let's get into the game now so you told me upon walking the doors to mariucci sorry 3m Arena, 3M Arena at Mariucci, because that's what Beautiful. everyone calls it. Beautiful. 3M <laughs> Arena, gorgeous. Uh, you told me that like this, this is one of those games where you're gonna see the greatest rivalry in college hockey, and I and Joe was kind of telling me beforehand that it's not as big of a rivalry as it was before when they were both in the what, a what's the division WCHA WCHA. Is that true? Do you think it's faded a little bit? Well, I mean. I think it's natural that when you don't play the team as often, you're not in the same conference. Like at last year we played up at the Ralph, which I was able to go to and shout out by the way, like Ralph Anglestad arena is better than most pro arenas. Like that's it makes sense that that's how they recruit guys to come in. Cause there ain't, Minnesota guys. there ain't shit else around that fucking godforsaken place. Like North Dakota is a barren wasteland that has, Ralph Engelstead's arena and has Drecker brewing. There's nothing else, <laughs> man. But yeah, is that how they snag Brock Besser? <laughs> it must, must be man. But yeah, I mean it, I think you saw full fledged, like you were at the game. There's no love lost in that rivalry. No. Like, it, so, so, but starting- I would, I would argue that, yeah, maybe it has been even more intense in the past, but I think it's been renewed quite a bit having two years in a row where we play them what the fuck do we have to do to make this an annual thing though? Like Jesus. Well, just start before we even got to our seats. We had like one guy who saw your gophers hat. Sue, Sue, Sue. Oh man. I I was, I felt bad. I was like, I had this kid ready to make a bet thousand bucks on the game that the Sue would win. I'm like, buddy, you know, that's not fucking possible. He's like, Sue, a thousand bucks, thousand bucks. I'm like, you just got to calm down, buddy. And it, like, he's there with a gopher friend and the guy is just fucking cackling. He thinks it's hilarious. He's not going to stop any of it, but no, nope. Uh, so that was the start. That was the yeah, start. And I was like, okay, okay this is good. This is good because I mean, even, even I'm a huge WHL fan and I went to a lot of their games. Yeah. Some like Vancouver plays Victoria, you know, some of the Washington teams play each other and it gets a little heated, but it's, it's very PG. Whereas yeah. this, 
not that much. As I just scanned the audience, which, by the way, 10,000 people, unbelievable for, you know, I'm not used to seeing anything under NHL that big, right? So that that was just super cool. The arena is amazing. So much history, great vibes. But just looking out between whistles during play and just seeing, like, college girls in green just fingering guys next to them who are, like, yelling yelling to them. Giving the finger. Giving, giving the, the finger. finger. No just, one was fingering anyone as far as we're aware. I, I want... Flip. I want that removed from the record. Flipping, flipping the bird to people <laughs> around them. Just fucking said that to people around them in Gopher jerseys, you know, and, and then and then the people in front of us. So we're we weren't even that bad. We were tame. I would say, like we weren't ripping North Dakota. We're just like we're just talking to each other about the game. Oh, it, what yeah, it was, it was one point. It was like we were upset about a boarding call, and like all of us were like in agreement, like yeah, that's a fucking horseshit call. And the lady in front of us turns just around fucking morons. And like, she's there with her parents and you can tell her mom's like, please don't no, not, not today. That, you heard that. She's like, you fucking morons. Can't you just shut the fuck up? Right. And, like, and I'm like, well, if you think that's, what's going to get me to stop, you are mistaken because oh, now, man. now it's a battle. Yeah. And not that I was like <laughs> reading her text or anything, but I could see just all caps texting somebody throughout the entire game. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yes. So wasn't very happy throughout that that game until the end of it. But yeah, the experience, but, man, dude. I have to say overall, before we talk a little bit about the, the game itself, like the experience going there, it I, I had high expectations based on what you and Joe and Jeremy were saying. It was better. I had no problem setting those expectations. It was better, high. better than I imagined. Just the vibe, the game, the level of hockey, the fans. Um, I mean the college band instead of an organ. I like that. I like that. I'm used to that shitty organ in those BCHL arenas and having the band there. Um, just the the whole show, the whole show. You guys do things bigger in the states, and that's uh, that was evident at the Mariucci. Sorry, 3M. This this is accurate. This is accurate. No, and I mean by all metrics, like we got a hell of a show too. It was oh, a great game, even drama, though I'm not happy about I mean, the the end. Like shit, man. It. The, these are two teams that could very well meet in the Frozen Four. No goals in the first period. And boy, did shit open up in the second period. We missed Holy the first goal for getting man. beer that the that the Gophers scored. They scored Matty that- Nyes, though, being the big man. He was tremendous. You could see... Level- Dude, it was, it was interesting, though. Like, you saw throughout the game, right? Like, you saw the hate. Like, you oh, saw yeah. the players, not just the fans. The no, players, like, the clearly whistles, fucking hate each other. And that's other. when I looked over, and I'm like, God, I just wish there was fighting in this league. Because <laughs> there were times where I'm like, in the dub, there, they would there be have, at it. There have been times where Gophers and Sue have fought. Like, it's it's not uncommon. But the, the one I want to call out, Chris Jandrick, who, like, kudos to him, like, played a hell of a game. He was pretty much locked on Maddie Nyes the whole game. And, like... We'll just say he was taking liberties that maybe you shouldn't be taking. Like he got away with it and hey, they won Credit the game. Him, like, yeah. like I don't take anything away from him for doing it, but like if you just ISO cammed him covering Nyes the whole game, there's probably some penalties that should have been called. But again, I respect the hell out of it. Um, but you saw it on both sides. Like he was just the one that I really locked in on where I'm like, he fucking hates all these players, especially Maddie Nice. <laughs> like the hate runs thick. But then, of, of I just want to say, like, you can tell he's on another level than than some of his peers there. Like, there he's were a time, fucking monster. Well, there, there's, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just you could see that. Okay, this guy's gonna be a professional. Like, he's gonna be a professional. He's gonna play in the NHL. Like, he you, could be a professional right now. They wanted him to be. Yeah. 
hell of that's, a that's hell future of a Arizona Coyote, Matty Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then we get it. Um, shout out back to again what we talked about on Monday with my beautiful Rem Pitlick jersey. Oh. I thought that was going to give us the good juju, and I mean it did. We got a, a nice Rhett Pitlick goal. What ensued after oh, that has amazing. divided the internet. He goes and tosses the stick into the stands. So swiftly. Just, yep, just the, just the casual the little toss. It. Yep. it was just a casual toss, and he skated off. Man. and Wow. Sh- first that off. Right in front of us, too. Right in front of us. Yep. That was very close to us. And, like, what a, a ballsy, swaggy move. Swagger. If, but now, if I, if I could go back in time and I could give him one piece of advice, it would be to throw the fucker harder, higher. <laughs> Um, reached us too. Now, shout out to the uh, Nodak fan who swagged him right back, tossing the stick back onto oh, the ice. Like, I don't need your fucking stick, buddy. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, that definitely put the team in a bit of a hole. Uh, basically, led to the defeat of the Gophers because for an answer, they fucking that. rallied for an answer after that. Two peepers right after it, and two more goals to follow. It was, I mean, unfortunately, it was the demise of the team. Like the Gophers. We're dominating that game. That's not 40 like shots. 40 dude, shots. The, the shot count was outrageous. And it wasn't even that North Dakota looked bad. No. Nope. Gophers were just on their fucking game. Yep. But you gave them an inch and they took a fucking mile. Like all the credit to North Dakota. They took advantage of the opportunity they were given. Yeah, they they played six, a hell of a game. They had six shots after the second goal. Dude, that, that's fucking wild to me. So Gophers goaltending, not the best night. <laughs> And it was the backup goalie. And, uh, you know, Bob Motzko said that a big piece of why he wanted to do this is like, you can't wait until getting to the tournament to see if you've got more than one goalie. Option. 100%. And, I, I and you can't that. just throw them like out that. for a fucking bullshit game either. Nope. Like, nope, this is how this you is an fucking test game. Him. This is a loud arena. This is what's going to be like if we get to the dance. So get yep. your experience, get your reps in now. I uh, totally agree. Nope. With that. I think, I think if you play closer, I think if you, like, don't have that toss by Rhett Pitlick. I think Gophers dominate this game. They probably win 6 nothing. Maybe not 6 nothing, but they win very handily, right? They came back and tied um, and had momentum towards the end of the game going into overtime. Yeah, and I, I think there were good learning, growing points for the Gophers there. Obviously, there were for the North Dakota as well. But, man, end of the day, like... Oh, what a game. Seeing how that all went, I still have no hesitation saying that the Gophers are the best team in the country. Hey, series was split two this weekend, one and one. So that's you'll well, take both it. were overtime too. And you'll take it. You'll take it. But so what, Gophers, Gophers number one in the country, and they are absolutely poised to break my heart <laughs> in the postseason. They already broke my heart. Fuck the Sioux. Sorry, Fighting Hawks. Fighting Hawks. Um, I'm already like, and I used to kind of like them because of the Troy Stetcher and Brock Besser. I mean, basically British, basically British Columbia BCHL players go to North Dakota. So like <laughs> Tyson Jost, right. Um, so I kind of had a little bit of a connection to them just based on the little bit of college hockey that I could watch or follow because of the connection to the BCHL with the Vancouver Canucks. But now fuck that dude. Fuck that is pure hate. Like I, I don't think you understand yet. I mean, you understand because you hate them, but like just how much is like the switches clicked for me. Like I am just no done. Green used to be my favorite color. Fuck that. <laughs> you get it now. You get it. You see what I've been talking about. The one player stood out for me in that game. I I don't know his name. He's number seventy one. He was a defenseman for the Gophers, and apparently he's a freshman. Um, Jeremy was saying that he's been solid, you know, and that the coach 
wasn't necessarily going to give him as much ice time as he has given him um, this early in the season, but he's been an absolute rock. Now he has a lot to learn, um, but he was just, his defensive assignments, I could tell he was just, they were basic, but he was on his man. He was in good position. He would get the puck out of the zone and just, he stood out for me. Number 71. I was like, Jeremy, who's this guy? He's like, oh, he's actually a freshman. Um, so I apologize for not doing enough research to even find out his name. But as we took some notes and we were the conversation had been flowing here, I was like, okay, I did want to I did want to note that this this freshman kid has been last night, anyways, was tremendous. And Jeremy said in the game before he was really he was really good as well. Um, yeah, as a freshman kid, that was one of the numbers names that I guess not names players. That, one of that, the numbers names players that stood up for me. things. I think it was someone that was actually on the ice. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, he exists probably. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry that you just went on a whole tangent there. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Um, I was trying to. I, I noted some things from last day, and I probably should have put his name. But 71. There you go. Hey, 71. But that that's the only thing that really stood out to you. As far as just like other than like Maddie Nyes, other than you said other things, other than um, Brock Faber. No, I was gonna say Brock Faber. You're like, oh shit, he's like. Good. You didn't doubt that he was good, but you're like, uh, okay, so he's playing this spring like yeah, he's gonna be with no, the big team bringing that up because I, I said maddie nice because i honestly just haven't seen a lot of maddie nice play at all so last night i was like oh shit okay this is the first i've seen favor play or i i tuned in on favor playing even with the the u.s team i i've watched his highlights before i i would i would actively kind of try to watch what i could have his but watching him in a game full game live wow he, he just so he like smooth, so, yeah. calm, and poised. He like nothing he so well. does is like jittery. And like he's, and he's bigger than I thought he was. Yeah, he's got decent size yeah. to him, and he's strong. Like there are guys bouncing off of him when he was tearing through just the offensive zone. Smart. Um, when he brought the puck in, he quickly got back or made sure that like the offense was aware of what he was doing. Um, I mean, fuck, man, he's deserving to be the captain. It's it's seemingly. Yeah, no, very deserving, and I I think you see why he came back, too. He wants to be part of this group. Um, and your boy, 71, Chesley. Chesley, who, yes. He, he's a Shattuck boy, I believe, by way of Matamidi, which, uh, shout out Jesse Pierce. I know that'll make her just so happy. He was good, man. Um, but no, he he looked he looked solid. Um, but, dude, the Gophers have the best blue line in college hockey. It's not close. Okay. And but that's sweet that he was able to crack it then as a freshman, right? Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, freshman, like, I wonder how old he is, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, I rookie on my notes. I was like, wait, this is college hockey. That's not right. Freshman. This is the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I think there's only good things moving forward. I think there's still things we figured out as far as just right lines, right chemistry for the forward groups. But like, there really wasn't anything I saw that like was a major concern besides just the discipline issues. And yeah, maybe let's not take so many penalties. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was especially bad. when you've got a team in the bag, you're up to nothing. You're destroying them in shots and they have no life credit to Nodak. Their power play looked damn good. It did. No, it did. I'm taking no credit away from and, them. It's not their fault that we were idiots. No. And there were times where they drew the, the defense and goalie like a little far out of the crease or just like far right or far left. And there was no other defenseman there or anybody on, on the open man. And they did that twice in the two power play goals that they scored. It was, it was, I think one, one time it was on the right side and one time it was on the left side, but it was a very similar play where like the net was just open, whether it was like a, a, a off a rebound shot and a tap in or just like 
getting it around the goalie because there was no one there right in front of the net. And there's just like an open lane right to that spot. Sure. So yeah, the power play was good. I mean, five, five on five, I mean, the Gophers were the better team last night. Oh, for sure. And just so you know, like that wasn't the only freshman or rookie, as he should say, on the blue line. <laughs> okay. Casey Middlestad's little brother, actually both yeah. of his brothers who are different ages, but again, the way junior hockey works, both of them are freshmen for the Gophers. Um, and I actually was pleasantly surprised with John Middlestad, who is the uh, the middle brother, also a forward. I was like, oh, this guy for sure just got handed a spot on the Gophers because they want because of the name like Casey was there. Part of the deal to get Luke there is you have John there. I actually thought he looked great. I, I think he's a role player, right? He's he's like our guys like Jack Ramsey, right? Yeah. Who's like he didn't go to the Gophers to be like first line center, be the stud. Like, no, he knew he was going to be a role player. I think John Middlestead's very similar. Like he's going to be a bottom six guy for most of his career. And who knows, maybe, maybe he develops more and it expands, but he knows his role and he's a buzzsaw dude. That guy was a fucking maniac out there all over the ice, hitting everything that moves. Like he's, he's good enough that the skill isn't going to be a concern, right? Like you need guys like that. You need the character. You need the people that are going to go out there and do the gritty things that are needed when you have a team that's full of these superstars, all the Mr. Hockey nominees and shit, like that's a good kind of player to have in the group. And I, I just wanted to give him kudos because I was Hell one yeah. of the first to say like, why the fuck is he with the Gophers? <laughs> he proved me wrong. He looked great. That's awesome. Yeah. Jeremy was saying, uh, yeah, you recognize that name. And I was like, Oh, are they, are they Casey's brothers? And he's like, yep. Yeah. Yes. By the way, Middle, Casey Millsash should have stayed with the Gophers for more than one year. For another year or two, yeah. Pro, yeah, because it what fucked a his development so much. Race, man. Well, it the all, the problem is, man. Pull up. It all started with the pull up. <laughs> Dude, he didn't even like have that good of a year with the Gophers to then leave. Like it was just really weird. Like you got the guys like Kyle Oposo, right? Like oh, I get yeah. it. He was a fucking stud. He yeah. killed it. And shout out to him, re like, kind of rejuvenating his career. Yeah, he, he had a Chicklet's hell of a bump. year last Chicklet's year. bump. Yeah. Well, and that and maybe, you know, he's the captain now. Finally, maybe finding some some doctors or a group that can keep help keep him healthy. Because you right. have to imagine like the people he surrounded himself with to, to keep him healthy. Because we know the Buffalo Sabres team doctors don't even fucking talk to them. <laughs> but like he must I feel like he must have brought in some other some other people to help him because these last couple years, a total like the, the Ukposa we saw you know, coming into the NHL in college. Right. And he yeah. was an absolute stud. No, for sure. He's one of my and, favorite I mean, players back in like shout, shout out Buffalo Sabres in general. I know I've said it a couple of times, but like this is a team that if they get consistent goaltending, they could make the playoffs. The only reason I gave them zero chance to make it is because they have 70 year old Craig Anderson as their starting goalie, which God like him, though, him and Comrie Anderson. have both looked great. Bless Craig Anderson, man. Like, crazy crazy they still around but props to him and i i've always loved craig anderson well, i've always thought he was a great goalie but yeah. now it's getting to the point where like sorry if we want to talk about how mark andre flurry is getting too old craig anderson's fucking going yeah, but, on i mean look at craig anderson's contract compared to flurry's he's getting paid you know what what he deserves <laughs> whereas flurry uh, I mean, it might you, be a little you think bit. flurry getting what is it three seven five you too think much. that's bad too much hmm. <laughs> Did you hear our episode yesterday, Hoppy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Come on. Shit, man. Oh, man. Um, uh, so what else is there? What I'm trying to think. Fuck, man. I don't know. I think that's all I had. That's all I had. My last note was we got heckled. <laughs> yeah, which is true, which is how you want it, though, dude. If you go into a rink and, like, fans visit and they're, like, afraid to say anything, like, no. North Dakota fans came in and they were fucking loud. And granted, like, it was reassuring, like, because I'd hear them go. I'm like, holy shit, there's way too many North Dakota loud, fans. It was loud, dude. And we were really loud. But then, you, but, we were then, in <laughs> but then Gopher fans would start chiming in. It's like, oh, okay, there are more Gopher fans. It's okay. But way more than I would have anticipated. It was pretty cool. Um, Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> yep. Gopher. You should learn how to spell Minnesota. That's very positive. You hear that, Q? Yes, Q has very admittedly said he learned how to spell Minnesota only because of going to go for hockey games. <laughs> um, but for me, yeah, I, I'm i excited for you to go and see the same matchup in North Dakota. Granted, it won't be nearly as many Gopher fans, but the Gopher fans travel okay there. But yeah. that atmosphere, that arena is insane. Like, I... I can say no bad things about so, that rank. Do you think a lot of those fans traveled or are they just, they, they were from North Dakota. Now they work or live in <coughs> Minneapolis and that's why they're there. Yes. Cause there was, a lot, of, okay, cause there was a lot of young, like there was a lot of what, what I thought to be North Dakota college kids. Like there were a younger crowd, like, but I bet <laughs> like a lot of doing the fingering in the audience. She was a lot younger than some of the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That, um, but no, I, I think it's a combo. I think they do travel well. But yes, there's a lot of alums that live in the Twin Cities area that came out. Gross. I fucking hate them. I know, hiding among <laughs> us. Like, we, like, you could be just talking to some normal person and find out that they're a North Dakota fan. Yeah, and, Jack like, at 10 no What the right? fuck? You didn't know that Jack was a North Dakota alum? I thought alum? he was trolling. <laughs> I thought that's he was trolling. Right. Honestly. Oh, that's funny. Oh, this is, I was like, this is your shtick. Obviously, you're trolling. There's no way you actually went there. Oh, no, he absolutely went oh, there. God, Jack, we have to talk, buddy. <laughs> He's probably like, what the fuck are you? Why are you talking about this? <laughs> oh, I'm just like, I, when I, when I, when I get into something, I go 100. So if I, if I'm going to like, if I'm going to hate on Nodak, I'm going to go 100. No, no, no love for me. You all heard it here, folks. Isha, officially a gopher hockey fan. Well, I mean, um, unless Bemidji comes to town, then Beavers, baby, let's go. Ode to Canada. But you said they didn't like green anymore. Well, they're, they're a nicer shade of green. Okay. I mean, they aren't. I mean, it isn't. Let's be perfectly honest, but I do dig the Bemidji jerseys. Bemidji jerseys are sweet. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. And the vintage North Dakota jerseys are sweet. Their current ones... Meh. I will say, I mean, all, all jokes aside, like the the classic Sioux jerseys are beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, that's the one I almost bought when uh, when Pessler was with them. I almost bought a Sioux jersey before uh, before twenty twenty happened and this <laughs> age we live in. But I get it, I get it. And we've talked, we've even talked about this um, when the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, talk about them wanting to change their jersey. We talked, I think, even when we had Sakaris. On years ago, that's when the local Saanich team on the island changed from the Saanich Braves, which they had a you know an indigenous person on as their logo. They changed to fuck, I don't even know what they are. Something stupid like the Beasts or something, and they have a dumb Canucks wannabe killer whale on their jersey. Anyways, it's, okay. we'll not, we won't open that can of worms. Just fuck the Sioux and go Gophers. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to get into on this on this episode? I think. It, I think we covered it all. I'm going to say between that and Monday, I think we 
we covered quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah, there was a lot that went down. Obviously, I missed a few episodes moving out here, packing and driving. So it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Um, with that being said, uh, shout out to our friends at 7th Avenue Pizza, who I've been living off of. Uh, actually, like I, when I arrived, like I said, I, I ate some 7th Ave. And last night, we closed off the evening eating some 7th Ave, too. So shout out to everybody there. Shout out to our good friends at Northland Vodka. Saw We, we hit up some liquor stores today, and I saw a bunch of Northland on the shelf. So shout out to them. Go support Ew. them. If you want to support you know, local hockey, too, go support uh, Northland. because 5% of proceeds, baby. There you go. 5% of proceeds back to local hockey. Uh, we also have friends at Waggle Golf. We've been representing them loud and proud. Hoppy and I both with our hats on. We both had our hats on last night as well. And you're, you're rocking the... What do you even call that? Half, half zip hoodie? What do you call those? Quarter zip. Quarter zip? All right. Quarter zip hoodie, which that one's fucking sick, man. Oh, the topographic one oh. is sweet with... Especially with a loon hidden in it. Yes. Yes. And they just had a new drop, I think. I just shared it on Twitter this morning. That they a did? new drop of stuff, so go check them out. Yeah, I think they had four polos and four or five hats. And they're all so good. That I'm not going to lie. I don't know why the Seattle Kraken have not gotten in right? on the, the polo and the hat. Oh, my God. You're doing God's work, though, <laughs> connecting them. At least on social media. Well, I don't know if I've succeeded. I'm trying. <laughs> Waggle thanked you anyway, so that's good. And then uh, our newest partner, our newest friend of the show, Better Edge. Better Edge, yes. And we're going to be getting in touch with them here in the coming weeks. Um, between Isha traveling, me having some personal life stuff happen, just haven't been able to was, fully get on board with those the Better like, Edge stuff. Let's partner. And then I was like, okay. Right. We got to take two weeks off of communication, though, because of all this stuff. So yeah, but we're we, going to pump them nonetheless. We, but we've been in touch with them. We're definitely yeah. getting some stuff up and running. Anyone that wants, uh, especially a legal way to wager in Minnesota, keep following along. But if you want to get in before we have some of our bets posting, you can still go in and do so. BetterEdge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com slash SodaPod. Get in there love it up and be well i guess just be on the watch because we will have some hockey related bets coming your way maybe even football too we'll see straight hash homie check us out tomorrow hey, with see that too. let's go I Any, anyone that wants to hear i would have won some money what have you should have bet i don't know um but anyone that wants to hear nick lewis cry Tomorrow, you can tune in for Straight Hash Homie. He should be joining us to talk about, uh, well, whatever it is that Tom Brady is now after uh, losing Giselle. A divorced, sad, sad man. Skinny, too. Holy shit. He's scrawny. He's scrawny. I mean, he's definitely skipping leg day. (laughs) He's skipping every gym day by the looks of it. Isha, I I want to be there when you see his uh, draft photo. Brady, yeah. Well, we'll do it uh, if you if we'll you think if you live, think he's skinny now. We'll oh do it on my a live goodness. stream or something. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, we're gonna be doing more live streams, more watch parties, and we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun with them, folks. So a lot of cool things brewing now that I'm uh, in Minnesota, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just fucking happy to be still on the couch podcast. Boom. All right, with that being said, folks, signing off. I'm Isha Dromi alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pop presented by Better Edge, 7th Ave, Northland, and Waggle Golf. We good, man? We good. Don't fear, just drink some beer, and stay wild.